Welcome back to the X-Files podcast by LSG Media. I'm Dean. I'm Josh. And on this week's episode, we bring you Season 1, Episode 6, Shadows. So here we go. We're talking about this shit. The sixth episode, we're crawling our way through Season 1 ever so slowly, sir. Grinding forward in an orderly fashion. Yes, very, very German. We're just putting our head down and getting to work, plowing ahead. <laughs> Workman-like. That's right. We have the uh, we have yeoman's work here is what we're doing. Yep. Just sort of plowing away, and we got uh, we got our girl Lauren kicking things up. But before we even get into that, dude, I really want to know. Now I know you've been watching this shit kind of recently, but um, what were your impressions uh, going back and rewatching Shadows? And do you remember? shadows when you first watched it yeah i definitely do i've said it before like i've seen season one more than any other season because i own the whole thing on vhs so back before anything i could watch them over and over again um but i will say shadows has always kind of been a somewhat forgettable episode you know not bad no not bad by any means but not great you know not a ton of like major standout moments. So I was kind of interested to go back and like watch this with, you know, that, that podcast. eye. Mm, you know, right, not right. critic, not critic. eye cause I'm no fucking critic, but just like, yeah, yeah I'm going to have to, none of us are claiming that. Right. Yeah. But certainly, you know, but, I think, uh, you, I think you have to watch four or five movies a day. Like Aaron white. To that really guy's a fucking machine. He's like, I'm going to watch the Star Wars trilogy today just for fun. <laughs> I'm, I'm like, I like the whole thing or just like the cool part where like, no, where Vader takes Han's blaster on Cloud City. That part you're going to watch? No, no. All of the, the whole thing. Anyway, shout out to Aaron White of uh, Feel and Film. Watches lots of movies. So uh, there's that. Yeah. But hey, listen, Aaron White, don't get too cocky, all right, pal? Never confuse effort with the results. <laughs> wow. Stay in your lane. <laughs> Just kidding, I love you. Come but no, hot. coming hot. So yeah, what what do you think of um it's forgettable. I think you know, that's kinda I think that's kind of a way to say it, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Um I think there's some cool stuff to talk about. There's some good moments when you mm. when you get into it. It's not a bad episode by any means. It's and it's cool. It's a, this is still very much so early in the season or in the series rather, that the show is still kind of feeling things out, and there's some cool things to talk about that. Um, so, uh, one note was that there was a lot of pressure from the 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 old Fox exec, execs, the um, mm, the early delish. incarnations of the Fox Fairy. <laughs> right, right. He was, like, he was smaller then, only four <laughs> inches tall, and, and yes. whispering in the ears at night like a great puppet master to be, very Machiavellian. Yeah, yeah, Before. more like a puppet come to life than an actual full right. full fledged fairy. A full fledged fairy that would assail the uh, the actual set. But he was really they were really he <laughs> the fairy. <laughs> they were really hot to trot about, hey, can you do some stuff that's kind of more already in people's, you know, minds as far as like you know, like nobody knew what the fucking Jersey Devil was if you didn't live in Jersey. You know, they wanted to kind of key in on some more popular things. Ghosts, ghosts. Every, I mean, is there a more? I mean, is there a more common, you know, quote unquote X file throughout every culture in the world than the ghost story? No, there is not. 
And this is now there. And they also wanted, the execs wanted to show uh, Mulder and Scully helping, helping people. Mm Mm-hmm. You know, as three, to three years and, after after the film Ghost, which took the world by storm, <laughs> she fucked a ghost. Everybody, yeah, yeah. So yeah. I guess we're kind of coming off the heels of that shit. So I mean, I guess that's what I got to say. But um, what about you? Um, it's funny you say forgettable because you know what kind of is, and I don't know if that means it's say better than the Jersey Devil because the Jersey Devil is highly unforgettable, but perhaps not in a good way. <laughs> right it's funny yeah. so i'm asking myself why like you're saying forgettable and that's kind of that's tickling my fancy because i'm asking myself yes yes it's forgettable but why and that's what i don't know yet because i'm considering it now live as we speak josh live recording <laughs> i don't know why but it is and you're right and i'm going to try to figure out why it is have you considered why it may be forgettable yeah um <sighs> Not concisely. Yeah. I'm curious as to why. Is it because, I mean, it's weird. It's a weird one. Well, there's a couple of things. There's a really good amount of weight and screen time put on to the guest star. Yes. And she's not bad. No, I think she's a fine actress for this, for what fine. she's got given to her. But not outstanding. Um, she is uh, hot as others have mentioned on the She uh, is a, a nice-looking lady. This was great. You know, Ben Pru, uh we mention, and I suck off every week. Um, <laughs> but uh, he, uh, like a lot of times, I'm bidden, but he shoots me some, like, uh, like trivia and shit like that about the episode. Uh, so he sent me, like, four or five things. You know, like, all, like, very factual, like, oh, this was this. This was the origin of this. This was mentioned. And then he just writes, the chick in this episode is very hot. Like like it's a like it's a production note. That's <laughs> it's funny. Like a fact. <laughs> it's like, oh. all right, let me write that down. Yeah, um, yeah. But yeah, I mean, I think there's a lot of time with her in this. Uh, I mean, basically, you you have this. The emotional weight of the episode rests on a guest actress and a actor you never actually see. Right. So you kind of. I mean, it's cool. It's a cool story. It's a neat thing. But that's kind of hard to like really tap into people as far as getting like emotionally invested in the story. If you compare it to something like, you know, obviously Beyond the Sea, where you have Scully, who you're already extremely invested in, and that may that's not a fair comparison because it's you know an all time great. Sure. But you know, it's hard when it's not just about the what's happening here because what's happening here is kind of obvious right from the get go. Mm-hmm. You know, it's. So it's kind of cool to see it develop further, but there's not a tremendous amount of mystery in the episode. You know, there are for Mulder and Scully, but not as much for the audience. And, uh, you know, then you have this we relationship. Don't, well, yeah, we, there's mystery in terms of this, this the, the plot. There's some red herring stuff here that actually does matter because it comes back with the, with the Isfahan stuff. I, I found myself going like, I don't really remember what happens in this episode, but I... But but I think I think more to your point. It, for me, it was like the 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 what would you would consider the antagonist ends up being the protagonist because we know it protects Lauren, even though we don't know why in the beginning. Is that it's such a big the, the ghost, the poltergeist, as it were, is such a big part of the episode, and we never really get to experience it firsthand. 
and it's and it's friendly. You know, it's 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 weird. It's like an invisible friendly ghost, and it. I don't know. There's something about that that, like well, in the film Poltergeist, not I mean, friendly to everybody. No, no, no. Just her enemies and and in the people. I, I guess you could say evil is punished, though, right? In a sense, you feel that way. You don't feel like. I mean, oh yeah, yeah. You don't feel bad, but but it is like somewhat not super discriminatory. It kind of tries to kill Mulder and Scully, who don't necessarily mean Lauren any ill will, mm-hmm. right? I mean, so it's did you it's get the kind impression of, they were trying to kill? It was trying to kill him, or just maybe scare him off? Uh if if so, it desperately misread Mulder. Didn't have its uh, psychic <laughs> scanners up for that guy, right? Which is possible. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I, I That's that's the other thing, too. I was like, okay. It, I, I don't know. It's weird. I, I felt like a lot of things happened, but not a lot of it was overly thought-provoking. Do you see what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. So maybe that's I, why. And it wasn't goofy enough. Because, you know, there's some serious stuff going on here with her and, and her boss and this feeling about, you know, the, the plights of her life and, and, you know, she leans into these and she leans into the script quite a bit and, and tries to do something with it. And I mean, it's not, you know, laughing at it like some woman like straddling Mulder and sniffing him. <laughs> it's just a lot. She was, she was beautiful, Scully. She's beautiful, Scully. My God. <laughs> Scully, if you can see how beautiful she was, I got lost in her eyes. Although, if you want to tie our last episode, Jersey Devil and this one together, you can talk about. Um, non-believable homeless people. <laughs> Dude, can we talk about them right now? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I mean, well, do we want to wait? Yeah, we, let's go to Lauren Klein and packing yeah. up the desk. Yeah. Yeah. He's been dead um, a couple weeks, according to Jane, who just wants her friend to feel better. Listen, I know we'll find out later that his wife left him and is also passed away and they lost their daughter, but do you have no one else? Like, your secretary's packing up your personal effects? Mm-hmm. Nobody else, really? That's it. That's a, mm. that's that's the price you pay to build America, Josh. <laughs> Putting in hours at the office, pal. Making hey. microchips or whatever he's doing. Capitalism, baby. That's it. You got to sacrifice. Are you going to do it or you? <laughs> well, yeah, he killed himself. So there's that. Yeah, I do. I actually completely forgot about that part of it. That was one element of even having seen this many times i was like oh yeah i I forgot it's you know they don't the murder is not revealed initially that's the thing that he killed himself Mm -hmm. yeah what do you Um, think of his plaque on his desk that's that's such boss stuff that's such a boss decoration (laughs) it totally is the the hyphen gave me advanced tuberculosis in the two days (laughs) i'm literally coughing blood one today is worth two tomorrows ugh and also, I mean, maybe Ben Franklin really did say that, but that dude is like the most quote misappropriated big time quoter of all time. I wonder how many of those guys actually are misquoted. I don't know, but I know Franklin is fucking way up there. That's hilarious. And I'm not surprised. And yeah, I don't think he said it. I just a, disbelieve. How about there's that? There's a few I've seen that I've like dug into and be like, oh no, he didn't actually say that. Yeah. Oh. And by the way, too, what a fucking, fucking his slaves. It doesn't say Benjamin Franklin. Who writes Ben Franklin? Who's running that office? <laughs> you know who's not? Fucking Graves. He would never stand for that. No, this is a casual Friday. 
Yeah, and that's a casual Friday fucking placard on his desk. Ben, <laughs> show some fucking respect. I don't know. It kind of put me out. But anyway, here's your paycheck. Go home. Sleep it off, pal. Yeah. Get going. Hey, get your shit together, Lauren. We need you. We need secretaries. Yeah, yeah. yeah they're uh, they're the grease on the on the wheels she, of the machine, pal. Dude, as we will see by the going away party, she's an integral part of this office. So don't downplay her. Uh, apparently, <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> fucking CEOs don't have parties like that. Fucking champagne flowing. Do you want to talk about Sorry. the two well-fed white children? scouring for food in a place to lay their weary white heads. <laughs> this is the cleanest, best-dressed fucking white people Dude. who are like, oh, yeah, let's uh, let's find a place to crash, man, you know? And then it's shot so great there, like, next to a dumpster, and they're looking up at, obviously, a fire escape. Sure. And they're, they're pulling on the fire escape in this well-lit alley, <laughs> and these bodies fall down. I'm like, you're looking up into a fire escape, we all know what fire escapes look like. Mm. Where where are these bodies hiding? <laughs> Probably wherever the fucking, you know, alcoholics and trash are supposed to be in this very clean set that a, that a cameraman had to work on. <laughs> I don't know. It's funny, though. They, they find a couple even, of uh, dead guys, though. Yeah. I guess they used up all their dirt makeup in the last episode because <laughs> these people are clean. <laughs> but she was beautiful. A couple dead guys, they bolt. Oh, and... Yeah. Um, Opening credits? We, credits, yeah. We're back yeah. in Bethesda, Josh. Bethesda Naval. Bethesda Naval. I've been there. Not as a patient, but I've been there <laughs> several times, fortunately. Um, and uh, I did kind of want to uh, know this isn't how we usually do it, but can I drop a quick listener comments here? By all means. So Stephen Self, who is in the chat right now, <clears throat> he said, um, one of my personal jams about the X-Files that starts to come out in this episode is Mulder and Scully getting privileged access to other covert sections of the government thanks to the reputation of their work on the X-Files of being able to investigate things others won't. Something about gaining reluctant insight into secrets through organic means is an enticing storytelling element for me personally. Um, I Genius. dig it. I, I agree in... I think you and I, our minds might jump to the same place. Like that smacks of like good, like role playing setups. Absolutely. Yep. You know, that's excellent, but just a very cool way in this kind of storytelling to tie into other things. And it is neat, right? We've seen very early on the series. We've seen these, these things come across because Mulder's hunting them down. Usually, right? He's sniffing it out. He's ear to the grindstone. And here we see Mulder and Scully, walking into a morgue with essentially no idea of what they're walking into. Correct. And these two fucking shady... Fucking two specters just <laughs> floating in the corner. <laughs> yeah. Fucking creeps. Come on. Who are you? Yeah. This guy's like the um, poor man's uh, Sidney Poitier from Sneakers, right? He's the, very much a, a poor man's Sidney Poitier. <laughs> that is for fucking sure. But, it, you know, they're both like the CIA agent very professional very very straight laced very humorless yeah very much so very much robots chief Plevins has assured us of your cooperation Ooh. will you help us answer <laughs> some questions i guess since you put it that way robot man yeah they're like okay well they're not fbi so mm. something else going on here but we just, got a couple bodies a couple yeah a couple one two post-mortem Muscle flexing, electrostatic charges, Mr. Bruins. Somatic death six hours ago, 
and the bodies are still warm. What the fuck is going on in Bethesda Naval Hospital, sir? Yeah, neck bones crushed as if from the inside without any any signs of external pressure. That's disconcerting to say the least. Yeah. Yeah, pretty uh pretty crazy. Yeah. Uh fucking Stonewall Robot Boy over here offers they traveled 60 minutes by air. I mean, he's he's Stonewall. And they want answers, they want to give him any. Mole's not happy. He's like, "Listen, if you want answers, you got to give something." So he offers right. up the air travel. And actually, it kind of, I mean, it makes sense this time. I mean, Mulder always does this, does this shit, but the way he does it now is not being the usual antagonistic. Condescending uh, prick. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's like, yo, dude, you called us here. You want information and we're trying to put together the pieces and you're not telling us anything. Absolutely. Like, who are they? Where they come from? Also, um, 1993, you get a couple dead um Arabic or Persian bodies uh, in America nowadays, and things immediately look elsewhere faster than they do here. <laughs> I will say that. Indeed. Well, the creep asks us if they've... Uh, oh, no, no. Throws up and crush, like you said. Like chalk, she says. Lovely. Yeah. Yeah. Like chalk. I, I never heard that one. <laughs> no. Ever tried to crush a piece of chalk? Um, you can break it. You can't crush tough to, it. Tough to crush, I'm going to say. Chark's I'm going on pretty- record. I'm going to tell you right now, you put that between your two fingertips and squeeze that fucker, you ain't crushing it to dust. No. 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 It was an odd, like odd, uh, odd metaphor. <laughs> what, what the hell? What kind of backstory does this lady have? I don't know. But I will say uh, the creep asks if they've seen this before. Mulder says no, and the creeps ask for full denial on this. Could you cover yeah. our ask if the press comes looking? Not much, You're the much ones. obliged. And now, now we're back to Mulder being condescending. Yeah. You're you're the ones already suffering from full death. Ooh, sick oh. burn, Mulder. <laughs> mm. Um, I will say the coolest part about this, like as they mm. as they leave and Mulder and Scully talk and Scully now, like this relationship is building. She can read them. She's like, You lied to them. You do know it's great. Like, this does seem familiar to you. Um and there's this cool exchange. I like Willful I campaign love, of disinformation. I love when Scully <laughs> Teases Mulder. It's great. Right? It's so fucking it's good. Um, Carrie's revenge. And, <laughs> right, right. Talking about, uh, yeah, Carrie. Um, and then psychokinesis, all this madness. Apparently the Chinese um, are experts. That's what I learned. <laughs> that's, what, that's what 1993 thought. But the actual cool, like, cloak and dagger shit, when he pulls out his glasses. Mm. <sighs> love it. He fucking got the dead man's fingerprints on his glasses. Sure enough did. That's slick. Clever, man. Glasses perfect. Good yeah, good transfer like off the glasses, man. Yep. Lauren's going to work at a place, an HTG, doesn't matter, it's a tech company in Philly. And um, she looks in uh, the paper and sees nothing. And then um, some cunty lady rides her for being a little late. And uh, apparently Miss Graves is cool, but Dorlin ain't going to stand for your bullshit, says this cunty lady. Pardon my French, Shh. by the way. She is a C-word. Oof. Hey, those are the worst people. They just, oh. the teacher's pet people like that, that grow up to go from the teacher's pet to the boss's pet like that. Well, and also like deeply dissatisfied with their own personal lives. Oh my and now God. She's, she's, you know, 62 and she's looking back on a, a lifehood of disappointment mm-hmm. and she sees this pretty young thing in front of her and nothing, nothing more she wants in her heart than to 
to crush her spirit. Yeah, and then possibly wear her as a skin suit. <laughs> or just to accelerate her own um her own progress into into an equally disappointed old woman. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. It's it's a uh, misery loves company, right? Oh yeah. Yeah. Well, anyway, secretary uh gets her meeting, but no, after the old hot coffee dumbaroo, whoa, what's happening here? Now this is clever. This is played as Lauren's the the telekinesis mind bullets person. Yeah. Yeah, and I guess, you know, I should probably go back on something I said earlier about how it's obvious from the get-go. To be fair, I've seen some of these episodes so many fucking times that I completely kind of lose track of what it's like to watch it from fresh eyes. So sure. I'll lean a little heavier on you okay. if if some of these are, are fresher to you. Because for me, I was like, yeah, 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 it's the boss, it's the boss, it's the boss. Mm-hmm. But yeah, you don't really know that right now at all. Correct. The the there was um did it happen yet with the 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 placard moving to a specific spot on the desk is kind of an early tip off that it could be the boss, but then this moment throws you for a curve. Sure. And I think that's the wrong metaphor. Because in baseball you don't throw people, you throw balls. So it doesn't throw <laughs> a person for a curve, does it, Dean? No. It throws a curveball at you is a better way to say it, asshole. Sorry, I'm done talking to myself. Do you want to, do you want to join in? <laughs> <laughs> I think we all got what you're <laughs> Anyway, Lauren goes to see Dorlin and offers her two weeks. He's, <clears throat> she's like, fuck you. I'm out of here. This is done. Yeah. I'm done with this. This guy. Boy. Wow. Hey. He is a poster child of the Me Too movement. I guess so. He's the guy. You know that... that let me sit on the front edge of my desk Fuck with this you. mock casual. <laughs> that is mm. such a creeper move. It's so creeper move. Nobody has ever done that in earnest, ever. Correct. It's always calculated. Yes, it's I'm only saying to, one thing. I'm trying to put my dick in your face. Or, I mean, it could be, even if it's a man, you know, if it's, if it's not a sexual thing, I mean, it's like a, I'm trying to intimidate you by being, you know, close Absolutely. to you and imposing and yep. over you. yep. If we shoot this with a proper eyeline match, we'll see him looking down at her in a position of superiority. Mm-hmm. I guess. But um yeah, but this is um he he's Can we talk about the face grab? <sighs> I just watched it. I have it on the background. It's real aggressive. Super aggressive. Like up to that point it was like all right, like he's kind of he's, he's a little sleazy. There's something going on here. And then he just grabs her face. Yeah, like like it's a Victorian era film. <laughs> right. He like snatches her about the face. Like some kind of Dracula intimidation. Like, what are you doing, bro? God damn it, get back to your Lady castle. Lady O'Neill! Look at me. Yes. Look at me, Lucy. Look at my horror. That's weird. Yeah. It's really weird. Well, way way to make her feel like family. But don't worry, he's wearing a gold bracelet of sorts. Must be, must be Irish Catholic if that's how you treat your family. <laughs> that's true, right? <laughs> yeah. But yeah, the the bracelet like snaps down on his wrist and mm. kind of like he's recoiling around the office and, and like pain and discomfort. And I like that now it's, it's like, yeah, you're thinking it's her. For sure. But her, her expression is equally like kind of fearful and startled. Right, which, which made me think on a, on this watch, oh, this is like a latent psychokinetic 
power that she's not quite sure how to control at this point. You Almost. sound a lot like Mulder. Say you it again. a lot like Mulder. <laughs> exactly. Sort of like the beginning of Carrie, which they reference. Yep. But, no. He not, gives her the so two much. weeks, though. Tell you that much. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Apparently, Graves <laughs> is a workaholic, thought of Lauren as a daughter. And, you know, I just wrote, no, he didn't. <laughs> no, I don't want to be an asshole, but he didn't. Real quick, wanted to fuck her. <laughs> Hey, real quick, wanted to fuck her real nice. Because that's yeah, how that's, people are. I'm sorry. I'm not, I'm sorry. I don't want to ruin this tale, but he wanted yeah. to fuck her. It's, it's how people They're are, like, you know? It's like, oh, no, no. He was, she would have been, uh, like, later when they find, like, the dead kid grave. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, Lauren would have been, you know, or the daughter would have been Lauren's age. Like, oh, yeah, it's just this whole <laughs> nice thing. No. Nah. Real quick? Nope. If, nope. 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 Hey, you know what? Like, uh, have you ever like, have you ever heard a guy say like, "Oh no, she's she's like a sister to me." No, no, no she's not. She's not. No, she, is she your actual sister? Yeah, she's not like yep. a sister to you. Yep. Because something is you probably remind me of my you. granddaughter. No, no, you don't. <laughs> no, sorry, you don't. How come? Why? Because I'm seventy. I'm a man. And my dick works. <laughs> so I don't think he reminds your granddaughter. I'm sorry to say that. Well. It doesn't Sorry, really, ladies, really to, matter. Uh, enlighten you on such terrible things, but this is the truth of life. And it's yeah. uh, good that you get used to it now. So you're welcome. She, Five stars. But, <laughs> 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 Shit. We will definitely get one for this. I guess. I like but yeah, that's adorable though. But Doral and the sales, Lauren. Um, right? Oh, yeah. I already, we already discovered that. We got we to talk about Muhammad. Muhammad. Right? The Isfahan? The Isfahan. When did she get attacked? Where's my notes here? <clears throat> that was in the pre-credit sequence. Yeah, thank you. I'm a fucking chucklehead. Um, yeah. Isfahan. Ooh, dad zoned. In the chat, dad zoned. What's dad zoned mean? I think that's what happened to Mr. Graves. Oh, from her? It's, yeah. Yeah, you might be right about that. Dad zone, that's rough. Yeah. Yeah. Well, what are you going to do? It's rougher than friend zones because it's equally sexless and also crushingly... Um, reminding of your age. Yeah. If you get dad zone, at least you can pretend that maybe once upon a time you could have made that shit happen. But friend zone, you're 20 something able bodied and you have no fucking excuses. Yeah. Fact. Yeah. I don't know. Six of one, they say, but, but dude, it's fun. It's fun. Terror group out of Philly. (laughs) Yeah. The old Philly terror group. That makes me Uh, laugh, but that's, Iranian. Yeah, man. An Iranian that's coming, city, right? Coming coming back into fashion. Coming in back. Cool. Yeah, it's coming back. Yeah, I like that. Me too. It's good to, um, you know, there's a lot of nostalgia out there, and it's sometimes it's good that we go after some of these, uh, some of our old flames, the old Ir- Iranians. <laughs> I think it's You know what's fun. fucking crazy, though? This, this year, 93, that this came out, that was the first World Trade Center bombing, though. Just think about, like, crazy history. Yeah, that is pretty crazy. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yep. crime scene. Because what does yeah. Mulder deduce here? He ties it back to Philly, the Iranian terrorist cell. 60 minutes the by Isfahan air. was tied to them, 60 right. minutes by air. Well, in the alleyway they go, where the bodies are discovered, he sees the ATM, and of course, as any com- halfway competent investigator will do, he goes to the, uh, he goes to the footage, because clearly ATMs have surveillance built right onto them, and they watch it. Yep. 
It's exciting and, and, and awesome when they see her get grabbed the way they respond. Right, because it, they're not it they're not expecting to, me, to see her. Right. They're like, okay, who can let's look for people close to that time that might have seen something, you know, and then they see the two fucking dead people they have two dead guys. grab this fucking chick. Awesome, and man. They're like, yeah, and, and Scully, doesn't she kind of like reach behind her, like wordlessly, and like grab Mulder's arm as she's watching it? Yeah, they, there's a gasp. It's really awesome. Yeah, I like that. Lauren Kite um, is her name, I guess. Right. They get the name because apparently ATM just hand out all that information without a <laughs> subpoena or anything. Yeah. We don't require court orders, sir. Your banking information is not safe. <laughs> yeah. But. Stand false. No warrant. No warrant. <laughs> no warrant. They just take that information. Freedom schmeedem, Josh. Why would the Isvan be after Lauren and her $40, Scully wonders? A legitimate question, I say. A just who, question, my liege. But who <laughs> is that ghostly figure in the background? The ghost of a Texas ladies' man? Mm, unlikely. Unlikely, right? It's not going to make like love it. to her. But <laughs> it might want to. Hey, real quick. Definitely wants to. Definitely wants to. <laughs> ghost is sticking around for a reason. That's right. Sticking really? around, all right. But, oh, weird. Weird it's in her bathroom. Yeah, Shocker. Crazy. It's showering up for her. But uh, let's go go pay a visit to Lauren. I think we should. And I think we should probably try to get some information out of this girl because did she file a police report? That'd be a big fat no. Negative. I Negative. like that. That is intriguing. Yeah. That is fucking some creepy ass going to be used in my fucking mind of the near future story right there. <laughs> Why wouldn't you file a police report? I don't need to. Yeah, I like that. That's um, cool, man. You know, we talk about, you talk a lot on the science fiction film pod, different podcasts about the importance of of physicality, of of you needing to see that a yes. character can be as physically badass as, as they're supposed to be. As they want us to believe, right? <clears throat> and it's kind of, you know, played for opposite effect here, intentionally. Yeah, she gets overwhelmed immediately. <clears throat> well, yes, and the fact that after they look into her, you know, and, and they have this conversation with her, and Scully's like, that girl of that build that we saw get grabbed by these two large men, like, escaped without harm, mm. and then and then they just ended up dead. Yeah. Like, it, 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 it's, this doesn't add up. Yeah, she's not built like Amanda Nunez, come to find out. Right. <laughs> so, come on, dude. You're up. Uh, Guess she picked the right girl in this. Well, I guess the wrong one, considering her ectoplasmic bodyguard. Electroplasmic, yeah, yeah. So they got some questions <laughs> for her. She doesn't have a lot to, uh, not a lot to contribute. She's pulling Dude. the old Stonewall Jackson here, Scully here. When she hands her the pictures, and she's like, "Do you recognize uh, this man?" She's like, "Take your time." Ah, uh, so gangster. That's Scully, when you know you're in trouble, gangster. That's. That's when you call for a lawyer. If you're smart. <laughs> <laughs> Hell yeah, dude. Have you seen these men? No. Take your time. Uh, I'm going to need to make a phone call. I just want to scull it a sit back with a wolfish grin as she says it. <laughs> 1-800-LAWYER-UP. <laughs> you better call a guy with a lot of books behind him in the, pic- in the commercials. A lot of books, a ton of diplomas. Yeah, tons of diplomas and big and giant him, muscles poking through his him polo shirt. Sitting casually on the front edge of his desk. Oh. 
<laughs> Fucking dick almost out. <laughs> yeah, he's the guy. He's going to... Um, yeah. They leave pretty quickly, though, don't they? Yeah, I think, um, you know, they ask of the ghostly image. No, I'm sorry, I can't tell you. Does that mean you know? It means I can't tell you. So when you can, there's a number I can be reached at any time. They, so, I mean, so this is one of those situations where, uh, where I feel like, you know, your inner city detectives are really going to fucking go full court press on her. (laughs) (laughs) I think if you get bunk and McNulty on you in this scene, you're going to spend many hours in the police station. (laughs) Yeah. This is not a, uh, a a two minute conversation. Here's my card. Give me a shout. Yeah. They're really going to put the screws to you. Yeah, you're you are caught on videotape um being assailed by two people whose bodies we found that died that night within pretty much exactly that time frame. Hey, two well, two facts. If you remember anything, <laughs> give me a call. Yeah. Two facts. One, boss trying to fuck you, two, you'd be in jail. <laughs> you're going to jail. hundred percent right there. In the old fucking can you go. But anyway, they leave. They're nice. They're they're kind. Scully ain't buying that Lauren killed them, though, because of what you said. She just doesn't do th- have the demeanor, the build. Do you think that's what the ghost reacts to is not, is, is like literally what Scully's saying and, and what Mulder's saying? Mulder expresses disbelief that, you know, um, she didn't know what the shadowy apparition was, right? Isn't that, isn't that something he asked her here or is that later? Uh, no, it's it's here. He he did ask okay. what he said. Do you know who that is? Scully and, and, and you know by the way they do the picture and it is just a trick of photography. So it's believable. It's just a bad image and Scully's actually shopping the image. And she's like, oh, I guess we can probably like clean this up in resolution. Of course, Mulder assumes aliens and ghosts and shit when he sees the the weird image. But they do ask Lauren about it here, and. um then they leave. And yeah, this is, um, they, they're pretty confident she knows the person in the photo and that's when their car gets psychokinetic. <laughs> psychokinetic, electrostatic. <laughs> Intergalactic. <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking doors lock, e-brake off, car in reverse. So maybe this full. is beyond trying to scare them. I'm, I might have to rethink this now that I'm watching this scene again. <laughs> yeah, this pretty is aggressive. pretty much a, could be a T-bone fatality coming in real hot. I think so. You know, if that car hadn't hit them, how much speed would they have built up? <laughs> I got a question, though. Yeah. Your brakes work? Um, is, your, is, is, he, is she maybe keeping the brake? Well, she. Is Graves maybe keeping the brake up with telekinetic resistance, perhaps, and he can't push it down? That that would make sense, right? Sure. Because you, you could double except pump they show that. Except they show him pushing it down. Oh, it they do? <laughs> Whoopsie. Wait, uh, Brian Campbell, uh, the pride of Detroit. BC, motherfucker. He asked, why would the image be the photo image? Is he talking about the ghost? Why would the image be the photo image? I don't know. Maybe I should have figured this out before I brought it up um, on the podcast. I'm sure he'll he'll clarify that as we go Elaborate. We'll readdress. Yeah. But, Um, um, yeah. Yeah, this is is a murder attempt, bro. Yeah, it is. Yeah, for sure. This is not a scare tactic. Yeah, it's definitely a... Yeah, they, what what is he doing? You know, I, I think he's trying to protect uh, Lauren from anything that he views as a possible threat. Makes right? sense. And if they're, yeah, it makes sense. If they're because he just thinks her, she's a nice daughter. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. Wholesome. 
I got a bridge to sell you, pal. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, at the body shop. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what are they doing? I don't understand the FBI sometimes. You know what I like though? Mulder with his jacket off to oh, express some sort of manly so- competence. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, I'll tell you one thing. Fox Mulder doesn't even know how to change his fucking oil. Yeah, that's for hundred percent true. That dude does not know dick. Think he can change a tire? Uh I think we have seen him change a tire. I think you're right. I think so. He pulled off his jacket just in case he had to fucking get in there and drag his knuckles around on the street a little bit. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Dude, what are you what are you doing? You didn't you didn't examine this vehicle. He's you weren't all, checking the fucking brake lines. He's a little hot under the collar from the uh from the experience he just had. He's trying to cool off. All right. Maybe that fair enough. He's very shook up, Josh. <laughs> yeah. Well, the the mechanic insists everything was in proper working order, of course. And that's when Mulder points out the headlight uh, phenomenon. The electrostatic charges apparently powered the lights on, and they're not on. That's creepy. Didn't didn't burn out the bulbs, but right. didn't keep them on. Pretty cool. But that is that is cool. Very cool. Maybe that's not super scientifically X-Files. accurate. Doesn't matter. It's X Files. Very cool. Very, Very cool. cool. The body staying warm. The lights staying lit. I was actually kind of hoping like he would like lift up the fucking hood and show a disconnected battery. And that's maybe why he had his jacket off, but <laughs> didn't go that far. And to clarify, the question from Brian Campbell was, why would the image be the photo image? He meant, why is the image that we see the image of literally the f- the photograph that we see of Mr. Graves? Uh, the photo image on the wall. Um, it's called... Um, television? TV fu- t- television. It's television fuckery. <laughs> television BC's fuckery. right about that. Well, what if it was possible to raise the body's electrostatic charge and then use it to affect objects because he's a supervillain named Electro? Is that what you're trying to tell me? He's trying to kill Spider-Man, Mulder? She's like, no, yeah. no, no. Body would break down and, uh, you know, glow and stuff. It wouldn't... You can't shoot lightning, Mulder. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're not there yet. That's a different episode. That's different. Oh, yes. <laughs> I can't wait for that one. God damn it. Oh, yeah. Jack Black. Jack Black and fucking Rabizi there. Yeah. Crazy. The medic. Oh, boy. Well, uh, Mulder goes on to talk about his psychokinetic, psychokinetic powers, levitating objects, things of this nature. Um, Once again, <clears throat> Scully fucking mocks him. Yeah. They're here. <laughs> they're here. So good. They may be, of course. He's all salty. <laughs> <laughs> and that's when she lays down the evidence. Listen, two extremists were killed after they attacked a woman who worked for the defense department tech company. When we questioned her, our car was sabotaged. In both cases, someone else may have committed those acts. Maybe the same someone we saw in the ATM photos, Josh. It's not telekinesis. It's her accomplice. Mm-hmm. Mulder's- kind of makes sense. Kind of makes sense. Kind of makes sense, right? Well, they better go back and... They better, <clears throat> they better get eyeballs on Lauren. They need more info, don't they? Yeah, they need to continue... Uh, heavy investigation into this case that they're not, they're not assigned to or requested on. Um, so you know, murder most foul. We're gonna we're gonna start doing some real terrible surveillance. Yeah, absolutely. So she owes fifteen k to her CC company. They see her pretty upset that Hardgraves is losing his parking space. I mean, yeah, they real, f- real 
worked up about it. That's, right. that's that's their first cue onto Howard Graves. That's the first time Mulder and Scully are even aware of this name. Makes which sense, is a, right? He's just the guy important. who killed himself. And a gr- a great production note. The uh, the name that the worker dude has like the stencil of to replace it with is Tom Braidwood, who is a uh, I think a, an associate producer at this point. Uh. Who later on would be cast as Frohickey on the Lone Gummit. Old Frohickey. Nice. Good old Frohickey. I didn't even fucking know that, um, that he was a producer before that. Me neither. It's pretty cool. And I doubt we mentioned it. I don't think we mentioned the episode. I don't remember. But um, they follow the lead and learn that Howard Graves kills himself, like you said. She was his secretary, the third person dead associated with her in the last month, Scully's keen to point out. Yep. Yep. They continue they, watching uh, her, and she goes to look at a headstone at a cemetery. I mean, hey, lady. I mean... <laughs> Maybe uh, Go out exercise a little bit more subtlety. Get yourself who... a cute little dress <laughs> and go out somewhere because this behavior is really bumming me out. <laughs> I got to be honest with you. <laughs> this is, yes, this is our... What level of daddy issues does Lauren Kites have? Mm-hmm. Yeah. <clears throat> the kind that were in her high school years worked out under the bleachers. <laughs> but now they're... Fuck. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Shit. Oh boy. Well, I don't know. Listen. Authority you, figures. I mean, your best years are ahead of you. Get cracking. Uh, she's she's pretty close to peaking. Yeah. Well, listen. She's got to get moving. Um speaking of moving, <laughs> dude, Mulder is going to move on to talk to this <laughs> groundskeeper. <laughs> Where they get this guy right out of the old Call of Cthulhu book? What the fuck? Hey, bro, two rules <laughs> when dealing with this guy. A, one, don't talk to him. Two, <laughs> sir, do not go to people's funerals. Don't do that. Yeah. Really, you go to everyone's funeral? Has a family ever <laughs> asked you not to be there? Because that would be my first thought. Now, if he means getting the little mini backhoe and dumping fucking earth on the coffin that's one thing that's not really a funeral though that's a job <laughs> no that, no hey yeah that's he's a job there. <laughs> he's just standing off and it's on the side so creepy man dude you know what you know what i thought of like when i was watching this is like obviously this guy is like this outrageous caricature but i hate to say it because these are real people but you know who chooses these jobs who is actually like Doing the fucking <laughs> the digging work in a cemetery. <laughs> Although I've asked the same questions about like who goes to medical school for seven years to be a proctologist or mm. you know whatever. Yeah. Like yeah, gonna be an ass doctor. Gonna be an ass yeah. doctor. I'm gonna dig graves. You know, I knew we know a guy, and and to be honest with you, <laughs> this doesn't. This is a this is a hot take, Josh. I almost considered doing that. Proctologist or groundskeeper? <laughs> Dude, I'm not getting through medical school. Are you kidding me? Um, working, working, um, working at a uh, at a big cemetery. Oh my god, you're talking about Mark? I am. Wow. Yep. I forgot about that. Yep. And he was like, "Oh, it's it's not a bad gig. Like he, you know, he's he's not there when people are there. Like this fucking weirdo. <laughs> he's not. You do a lot of on the it, was, it was mostly like landscaping and manual labor, and I was like, oh, I'll fucking do that for a summer. But I didn't. Sure. I didn't. I went and worked not, with my old man instead. But not for a career. No. <laughs> no. Where you know the the life story of every fucking body in the cemetery. 
All right, right, absolutely. I, I would have had different ambitions. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> this was not your aspiration. I'm not saying, yeah, hey, fucking bust some sweat, you know, make some money for a summer. Sure, whatever. That's one thing. But. This guy knows all about little baby graves. Mm-hmm. Lived three years. Pulled uh, the gate to the pool was unlatched. They found her dead in there. The wife left a year later. She's buried in the Northeast Quad or whatever he said. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Yep, she's on the baby wing. I'm buried, <laughs> I buried them all because he knows a lot about the town, this, this old man. That's, that's what they do. They meddle. This guy's a nightmare. Mulder notes that if the daughter lived, she'd be Lauren's age. Hey, Mulder, don't matter. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> he should doesn't know better. Mean, doesn't mean anything. I mean, Duchovny knows better. Who are we kidding? But so the dark room, man, come on. This is awesome. With the oh, dark dude, room I dark music. Room I love dark room shit. Mark Snow does shine in this episode. Ugh, and um, I will tell you this, man, for as many times as I've seen this episode, when I watched the scene, I got really tense. I'm like, oh, fuck, something's about to happen in here. And then I realized after nothing did that I was thinking about Ghostbusters too, mm-hmm. when all the all the negatives start lighting oh, on fire. Nice of of Vigo, awesome, awesome. Yeah. Uh, but still, that the red light, the, you know, I can smell the chemicals in there. <clears throat> oh, it's great. It's awesome. Lauren estranged from her family, no contact with parents for two years. Strong relationship between her and Graves was this relationship related to the suicide? They wondered. Right. How are the attack and the Isfahan agents related, if at all? Scully concludes they need to find Lauren Kite's accomplice. Continued surveillance. They look at an image captured and see graves in the image when they enhance it. He is alive. Mulder says, not necessarily. Hmm. Yeah. No. And that, I think that's what uh, Mr. BC was talking about, because it Correct. literally enhanced it is <laughs> like his photograph that we saw on the wall, which is outrageous when you think about it. Outrageous. <clears throat> <clears throat> Lauren. Although, although I've seen plenty of like Facebook like chicks that have like the same exact like expression and facial angle in every picture. Maybe, maybe Howard just had a good angle. He always went for that's true. A little duck, a little duck face, a little like pout to the camera. That's right. Uh, Al Capone, yeah. right? Always shot from one side. Yep. Didn't like you seeing that scar he got in the old knifing days. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, Lauren's gonna get. Uh, Going to get a little ectoplasmic lover from the other side. Yeah. Um, let's talk about bat wielding. Yeah. It's, she's, she's really choked up on it, man. You know? Choked up real high, kind of holding it with one hand on the side. Um, I've, I think I've seen a samurai hold a katana like that. <laughs> but I'm not sure she has the same martial prowess. I'm However, doubting it. Highly. I'll give her, I'll give her this. She hears a noise in her house. Goes to the bat. Um, gets a bat and goes to check it out. Yeah. She does. She doesn't call the police, though. Props to that. Yeah, I mean, she's a... you know Strong, independent secretary. Yeah. She's ready. And I will say, she's going to do some damage. Um, not sure about that, but it doesn't matter. Because all that's actually there is... Uh, Little bathtub full of blood <laughs> and creepy noises. No, no, but with like ghost, yeah. n- like ghost voice. 
Ghost voice. Ghost voice is so, sweet. Oh, Don't do voice. this to me. She looks in her bathroom where the sounds are coming from, and that's uh, when she sees the scene that you're describing, sir. Yeah. This is, uh, this is probably one of the kind of most, I guess, impactful yeah, scenes. Yeah, it's definitely impactful. It's scary. Her reaction is yeah. great. She's frozen in terror. Yeah. And what's cool is that they kind of, I mean, you get the, you get the impact from her performance here, but it's not till the next scene where you put together the pieces where the suicide was, he fucking, you know, slit his wrist or whatever mm, in the bathtub. Not so much. Though. Like you don't know that beforehand. That's a pretty cool yeah, writing move for sure to, to have that reveal come after this. Cause then you're like, when she says, Oh, they killed him mm-hmm. the first time through, you're kind of like, how the fuck did you did you definitely get that from this like weird noises like and blood in a tub but then when you when you hear that in the very next scene it's like oh shit very cool that is fucking very cool well Scully and Mulder are considering perhaps Howard fabricated his own death I think Scully says it and Mulder's like do you know how hard it is to fake your own death yeah, the guy, yeah, Mulder doesn't believe that that's possible. <laughs> the dude that believes every conspiracy fucking ever, <laughs> ever mentioned. <laughs> There's no way an incredibly rich and connected man could ever possibly pull off something like that. He'd sooner believe that a, a fucking werewolf lady is running around than a homeless person. <laughs> fucking Mulder. He and Lauren are in on something, something illegal, something that the CIA is interested in. Sure, you just have to prove how Graves is still alive. And that's when they go see this uh, corner. To, they're going to go see this corner lady, I guess. And they talk about the body in question. And they're not quite satisfied with their answers, are they? No, they're not. <clears throat> this woman is in Battlestar Galactica reimagined. Pretty cool. Who is? Uh, the doctor? Yep. The black uh, lady. Oh, yeah. yeah who is She's she? Elosha, the, uh, the oh, spiritual advisor to the president. Yeah, yeah. like the kind of, not priest. Yeah. Of yeah. No, you're right. Priesty, priesty, oracle. I like it. That's yeah. her. Uh, while Scully notes that they're, talk, they're talking arterial hemorrhaging is a cause of death, a lot of blood, Scully notes that there's a lot of missing blood work. And that's when it's, she's told this was not suspected as a homicide. Did you run a dental test? Did you just hear me? <laughs> of course not. It's a homicide. He was identified. That's what the toe tag said. Who identified him, Josh? Lauren. What? This oh, is shit. Connected shit now, dude. <clears throat> So maybe he really didn't have any kind of fucking surviving family besides his wife and kid. He did the body. And like, sad, sad sack. Like, obviously he killed himself in his home. Well, didn't kill himself, but, you know, was found in his home, suspected of suicide. Mm-hmm. And Lauren Kite, his secretary, is the one that came to his house to ID the body. Like, dude had nothing. That's... Talk about the American dream. Nice work, man. <laughs> uh, nothing tying him down. Just the work. <laughs> what, a, what a hero. Well, tissue bank, uh, they'll extract a sample from his uh, donated dura matter or something in the spine, I guess. Didn't go to medical school, Josh. And <laughs> confirm his identity against Graves Hospital records. That proctologist degree, just out of reach. <laughs> just, I, I was so close. <laughs> no, not so much. Um, yeah, but, but he, yeah, the organ donor thing. That's where we're talking That's about. That's right. Correct. I am. Yeah. Yes, sir. Are you an organ donor? I don't remember if I am or not. I don't think I am. I think I am, and then I wasn't, or I wasn't, and then I am. Really? My license is around here somewhere, I can tell you. Piece of shit. You should be. Yeah, I know. 
Yeah. I'm too conspiratorial for that, Josh. Some fucking guy needs my liver and they fucking slice me up. <laughs> fucking guy in there, he's like, yeah, my daughter needs a liver. This guy's a match. Fucking unplug him. Fuck him. <laughs> <laughs> no, well, I know. Uh, I, sh- I definitely... Good old Mr. Graves, who is portrayed in every way except for his actual murderous intent to be like uh, this great Santa Claus kind of figure. Indeed. Um, pretty much has saved five people after his... Uh, after his death by his donations. Yeah, also, good point by uh, BC. I didn't go to medical school, but, so, drink. Hell yeah, that's the one, baby. Yep. Um, yeah, but there is, uh, there's a couple pieces left. All you got to do is run a check on it, and we will know for sure if that was indeed Howard Graves' body. In the meantime, let's go to the most, let's go to the most, inscrutable X-File of all time. (laughs) (laughs) I thought we were watching Westworld, the fucking banquet at the end of season one. Hell yeah. Everybody's drinking champagne, dressed in their finest attire. You were waiting for a rich philanthropist to fucking get shot. (laughs) Dude, Um, what is going on? (laughs) Hey, real quick. Listen. Never happens. No, not disparaging the profession of... uh, Secretary or, or any profession, assistant or whatever you're supposed to call it. Um, yeah, nobody when they leave an office job has a party with like banners up all over the fucking place and champagne. Champagne? What? Come on, you get a cake. You get a cake at lunchtime, and people are like, "Hey, yeah, thanks so much. Here's a couple. Here's a card that everybody 100%. signed." percent. And you know that cake is just the one right from the fucking bakery. Yep. Somebody picked it's up a, a stock made cake. cake, dude. One person in the office that that pretends to give a shit about everybody, like passed around a card that everybody signed. 100%. And like three people tried to make like funny jokes and like two people tried to say something heartwarming and then everybody else just put their name on it. Two of the people that, two, two and then two people were really pissed off they didn't get to sign the card because they came in at like a second shift. Right. And, they're, they're watching in the back eating their cake and like feeling bad. Like, oh. yeah. And come to find out, the person you got the cake for doesn't even like that flavor. So cool. Uh, ice cream cake. I'm, I'm lactose intolerant. Yeah, I'll be shitting. So enjoy. That's going to be real. I'm going to visit. Okay. You're coming in. I bet. Yeah. We're going to hang out for sure. Yep. We'll see you soon. Never see him again. Hey, heard they died a few years ago. <laughs> But uh, we get another lesson from Robert in the um, <clears throat> in the office management tactics from the school of Harvey Weinstein. <laughs> Durland. How did this party? How did this party get greenlit with him in the office? He didn't shut it down. You can get your uh, party, but I'm getting my blowjob. Nothing like slamming a door behind you, followed by intense verbal threats. Yeah, that's normal. It's good behavior right here. I definitely think he should be uh, amongst society. <laughs> But I came to say goodbye and wish you luck and to leave you with this thought. I know Howard told you, and if it ever gets out, I'll not waste my time trying to pin the source. I'll go straight to you. What? I know you yeah. had him killed. Why would you say that? He told me. Well, There's a little bit of, I guess the surprise on his face is supposed to be because of her saying Howard told me. Mm. Because for sure, that's what actually happened. Right, he yeah. had Howard killed. He did. That's exactly what happened to, to keep the, the to keep the deal from getting blown up by Howard's uh, conscious. Sure. Yep. That's yeah, the, he was gonna he was gonna put the old kibosh. He felt responsible for the death of the Navy men in the explosion on the on the van, 
So he was crying and weeping about it and feeling bad and realizing, what have I become? I am a monster. I must, I must right this wrong. And yeah. then, uh, he got well, the old slice I mean, of rule in the arteries instead. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, that's pretty much uh, where we're at here, isn't it? I guess. That's the backstory. That's the backstory. Um, Did I shoot our little early here? She called Mulder, asked him uh, how fast can you get to my house. Mulder spares mm. no moment. He doesn't even care why. <laughs> yeah. Hey, real quick. Wants a fucker. Why? <laughs> Just like Howard Graves. Why? Because he's a dude. Because he's a dude. Anyway. Yeah. Not just a dude, a person. He's a person. Correct. He's yes. a person with somebody else that's extremely attractive. As we've said, uh, uh, this is how people behave, people. They're persons. There's a knock. She tries to open the door. The bolt slides. Locked. The chair slams up against it. He's trying to protect you, dummy. A man in and a you w- can't even look out your people, you fucking dumb bitch. Come on. Come on. You're better than this, Lauren. You're fearing for your life and you won't even check the people to make sure it's the FBI? Nope. Come on. Anyway... A man and a woman comes in. I like the female assassin. It's a little yeah. different, huh? She's uh she's a little rough around the edges. She's though. uh she's definitely been in the ring. Yep. Uh dude, they walk in and he goes, <laughs> What is he saying? Like, get the bath running. <laughs> Something like that. Like I want you clean before I kill you. Wait, what? <laughs> well, we assume they're going yeah, to fake I'm another. <laughs> <laughs> not not like a Donnie Faster like <laughs> is is your hair chemically treated? <laughs> yeah. Oh no no that's that's uh that's Tombs. <laughs> Tombs. Yes. Yes. <laughs> no. 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 <laughs> Fucking creep. Faster is your hair chemically treated? <laughs> oh man. But this is fun cuz this is kind of a uh kind of a false climax, right? It is. Which is part of the problem. Yeah, it is part of the problem. Yeah. Be- because this is kind of like, kind of feels like the end of the episode, mm-hmm. but it's not. No, not not by a long shot. No, no. <laughs> you got a third left, man. Oh, yeah. It's really, full... really silly. Yeah. Maybe that is part of the problem. I think it is. Yeah. There's a lot of talky talks coming up here. But... I mean, maybe... <sighs> Because as cool as the final sequence is, blowing paper around and like throwing a letter opener at the wall is not as cool as mm-hmm. killing two fucking goons. Of course, especially with mind powers. With mind bullets. Also, hey, Scully, where are you? Uh, having trouble with her seatbelt. Of course she is. This is, uh, as pointed out by Ben Pru and by others, um, this is the start of... The like yes. ultra convenient yep. Scully being slightly delayed by some factor in <laughs> the X Files. Just, just missing seeing that fucking little green, green man or whatever sure. it is that she missing. Yep, hundred percent. The, the uh, <laughs> goon floating in midair with his throat being fucking crushed like <laughs> I don't know shock. shock. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Well, Scully, uh, we, we kind of move over to the interrogation of, uh, of this whole thing, right? Mulder, she's the male attacker floating, of course. Cool music, by the way. But um, Scully says to her in the interrogation room, you're not under arrest, you're just here for questioning. The sooner you talk to us, the sooner you get to go home. What happened to those people tonight? Do you have any idea who they might be? Why did they attack you? Crickets. Yeah. 
and why all right i get i get the not saying anything about like earlier about the isfahan agents because you know she didn't probably recognize who they were i mean maybe she hadn't met them whatever and she knows or she didn't understand probably at the time like what killed them just knew that this crazy thing happened. But here they're not even asking like, how did they die? They're asking who these men were at this point. Why are you, why aren't you given some information? Yeah. She might've known the Isfahan agents from a, uh, a previous employee giving their two weeks party. I think the guy worked in maintenance for six months. (laughs) I think they went to that party too. (laughs) Sorry. Do you know who this is? Mulder asks. Well, the mystery men break up the interrogation. These fucking guys suck. Yeah. They try to tell Mulder and Scully yeah. that they're compromising an investigation. And Mulder and Scully reach up by saying, listen, we're following leads on an X-File, pal. Okay? You asked us. Now we're involved. We're compelled. Yeah. By our you, oath. Go ahead. By our oath. Go ahead. Take your shot in there. Good luck. <laughs> Don't piss I wouldn't get rough with yeah, it, though. That's awesome. He, he finally tells him, look, the Navy transport, the serial numbers, blah, 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 because that's going to play into this final action here, which is kind of weird. Um, if yeah. she doesn't talk, she goes free. Um, yeah, don't get rough there. Later, that was a waste of time. They admit they being the, the creepy officers. And then Mulder and Scully take a, take a run at her again. Mulder tells her that she's free to go. I can't go back to that house because of our graves, graves, question mark. He's dead. I know. He's watching over you, isn't he? Mulder. Mm. Then she's all fucking talky talk. Boy, do you want me to go through it? Um, there's only one thing I want you to go through. Go. She talks about um this whole thing, uh, the company contracts being canceled, and how personally Howard took it. You know, the welfare of his employees weighed on him so much, and Mm -hmm. this opportunity came up, and these sales starting to be made, and. And Robert would show up with these Isfahan guys. So I'm immediately picturing Robert's giving like a like a VIP tour to terrorists of like a like a white corporate office yes. in Philadelphia. Yes, it's wholly unbelievable. <laughs> I don't think it's how it works. <laughs> I don't think you give a tour to the actual actual terrorists. I think, you know, you do that shit on the sly. Like She's like, it's like a, if there was an insider <laughs> giving fucking bin Laden a tour around like a 747 flight training school. Like <laughs> it's fucking outrageous. Muhammad and like so, three other dudes. They're like, tell me if I like smash this car into say 10 people, will it get grind up and stop or can it keep going? Well, sir, uh, let me tell you, you want the Ford Raptor for that job. Quite so the what's fuck, man? <laughs> three things I got for you, Dean. One. Tell me, list them in least believable. No, I'm sorry. Go most believable to least believable. All right. Okay. Go. Um, the one of the managing partners of a corporation giving a personal tour to his secret shadowy terrorist clients. That's A. Okay. Um, B, the FBI doing a raid. Um, on a suspected terrorist collaborator with a material witness <laughs> there to assist in the physical search or see 
Uh, Howard Craves actually having a fatherly feeling towards Lauren Kite. Jesus. You want most believable to least. You want to throw one more in there? Sure. The party? (laughs) Please, yes. (laughs) Okay, the party. All right, we get four. A, B, C, D. D is the party. You want me to go, what's the most believable out of all of them? Most believable. Terrace Tor. Terrace Tor is most believable. (laughs) <laughs> because because maybe 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 uh you know maybe they were dressed like you know like fucking cheeks they had that like classy classy arab yeah look. maybe they were like we're from uh, fucking abu dhabi or some shit oh oil money our our kind of you know what i mean arabs. yeah we like sure. we support the ones that only kill people for sorcery josh we're not monsters <laughs> Okay, you can you can stone women. That's fine. <laughs> yes, fine. And you can and you can murder people for suspected sorcerous ways. So just I'm going to go with that's the most believable. So A. Okay, A most believable. A is most believable. Reminder: We got B is the uh, the <laughs> the material witness assisted search. C the fatherly feelings and D the um fucking. Great Gatsby going away party for the secretary. I'm going to go with the next thing I'm going to go with, I guess, D, the party. Good call. And then I'm going to go with. Um, tough one. This is, the, this is where the rubber tough. meets the road. I'm going to give you the answer and then I'm going to explain it to you. I'm going to go. Okay. Um, the feelings is next, and the material witness is the least believable. Okay. I threw that you for a I loop, right? A little judo there? Yeah. So here's the deal. He might have had kind of a little bit of fatherly feelings for her, but hey, real quick, still on the fucker. Okay. All right. I just right. can't believe that Mulder or Scully would ever take this woman onto an FBI raid. Ever. <laughs> it's so yes. ludicrous. Fucking outrageous, dude. (laughs) Like, walk her past the prime suspect. Hey, I hope this goes well, because if not, um, I guess guess we're putting you into protective custody automatically. Yeah. Yeah. Here she is, everybody. (laughs) Hope you enjoyed that champagne and ice cream cake, because she's here to ruin your livelihoods. (laughs) Did you sign the card? (laughs) <laughs> oh. Barry Barry you shit bird you didn't even sign my card <laughs> Barry was in on it fucking Barry, Barry plays Minesweeper on the clock yeah Barry gets taken out in chains <laughs> fucking Dude. toast so Dorlin gets his right yeah yep uh, they get nothing on him I like this whole he's not even sweating realizing like alright nothing is coming of this and then uh the good thing they brought Lauren with him because she starts just literally destroying his property. And I like that. <laughs> <laughs> he he did, does initially fairly uh, rationally being like, okay, she's not an agent. She can't destroy all my pictures. Dude, how awesome was that he said that? <clears throat> I liked it a lot. And then he goes, you bitch. <laughs> and that was like, all right, ah. tip, in, tip in your hand. Tip in your hand there, sociopath. Dip in your hand, um, and that obviously cues off Howard. It sure does. And, of course, Scully is out of the room at the time. <laughs> the door slams shut, um, as we were talking about in chat, instead of the old um, episode one leafy whirlwind. We oh. have a paper, paper whirlwind. This is the city version. 
<laughs> this is the urban. Ooh, we're on a two two episode urban street. We are. Yep. And uh, then the old letter opener threatening at Robert, and Classic. then it cuts into the wall, cuts back the wallpaper, and reveals a three point five inch floppy disk <laughs> with half a book on it. <laughs> dude, hey, with oh, right. two word documents on hey, it. Hey, dude, how many great and powerful businessmen, <laughs> Caucasian businessmen, have been undone by letter openers? <laughs> dude, how many have been killed by them in movies? How many have it, tried to fight off an assailant with one to fail? It, it's such a classic. Like, uh, yeah. It just, it just makes sense. It is some white people shit. Yeah. If a letter opener is involved in a murder, there is not a person of color within 50 miles of that crime. <laughs> there, there is a dead 50 to 65-year-old white guy in a suit. 100%. Or a, or a leisure suit if he's at home. Yes. There you go, man. There you go. Well, that's the and, episode. Uh, <laughs> Except yeah, for the little... This little weird, uh, weird quick epilogue God. where Lauren's like, oh, okay, bye. I'll be back to testify. You move across America. All right, what was that all about? And now Mulder wants to see the Liberty Bell. Yeah. She also gets some static from her boss in the Midwest. Yeah. Hey, those trucks driving by are real close. Yeah. And he wants to go see the Liberty Bell, which is really random. Real random. So, that's it. So. That's the episode. That's Shadows. That is Shadows. Any other uh, listener comments we want to get to? I think I'm going to... Uh. uh, why break tradition, Josh? Why not I go with Carmelita Valdez McCoy? Oh, she had it going nice. Yeah, can't help but love the poltergeist vibe of this episode. It would be a real bummer as a 20-something-year-old woman to have your father figure's ghost following you everywhere. Hey, Carmelita, especially if he wanted to fuck you. I think that, that was the subcontext yeah. I've always wondered how a guy like Dorland, what a dumb name, ever ended up in business with the Iranians. It's kind of reminiscent of Doc Brown and the Libyans, <laughs> only that was intentionally cartoonish, and this is not really sure, but whatever. This episode is a classic. There you go. Great oh, reference from Doc. De- great reference on Doc Brown, for sure. Doc Brown, classic. classic I, hope, uh, I hope she's not mad at us, because I don't think we exactly treated it like a classic. Yeah, what are you going to do? You win um, some, you I lose g- some. <clears throat> hey, I got a gem from uh, John David Evans, who I haven't seen post a lot. Yeah. Nice to see you, John um, David Evans. Yeah, my guilty pleasure episode, as this was on in the background as I lost my virginity. Here, here, sir. <laughs> Dude. Here, here. I have so many follow up questions too. for that. Did we did we did we gotta we gotta uh we, we gotta get on that post and get some answers. We need to dig into that. <laughs> like, was it was this like a live like it was on in nineteen ninety four, like you mm. were ninety three were watching it? Like the first time it aired, you're like, "Oh, we're gonna watch X Files," and then suddenly you're like, "Oh, wait, something else is happening." <laughs> but you're still like, "Are you taking a peek, or was it just like a rewatch?" And if so, like that was your move. That was like your, like, all right, I think things are gonna get there. I'm gonna put on X Files Shadows. This is Netflix and chill, man. This was well before. That's what Netflix I'm saying. And chill. Well, I think he's. We got a timestamp 18 years ago. Yeah. Actually, so you might so you might, let's well, dig dig down to it. It wasn't live. Nope. Pre Netflix. So he's he's busting this out on either VHS or DVD, maybe, if he like 
if he was fucking hot to trot and he was like early on the DVD game. Yeah, we'd have to know was, how old he is. Because if in 93, well, he, he was, was seven. No, 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 no. He said it was 18 years ago. Oh, shit. Yeah. Okay, so he's he's in his 30s Eight, for sure. 18 years ago, 2000. But we're already talking not when it originally aired. Got it. This is this is an X-File. So he was like, I might, I might be about to have sex. Let me put on the X-Files shadows. Like, was that his go-to move? Because, I mean, it worked. I don't think it was so his not, go-to move. He was surprised. I think he was surprised. By how fast things moved. I think so. It's the first time you get into a fight. You know? I'm like, wow, that was... Yeah. Everything happened so quickly. It <laughs> 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 happened so fast. What happened? <laughs> Maybe he was with Lauren Kitesteit. <laughs> <laughs> Shit. That's a good comment. Who else uh, we got? Steve, uh, you already read. You kind of sucked yeah. off our boy Pru already. Final thoughts, dude. Final thoughts. I uh, don't know, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Hey, Dean. Yes, sir. Love it. Like it? I like it. Didn't like, I it. like it? Hate it. It's X Files. I like it. I liked it. I like it. All right. We're done. We're done. We're, done. We're gonna get out of here. We love you guys very much and uh we'll put you going out for a little uh Texas Ladies Man. So you guys have a good one. We'll catch you guys on the flip side. <laughs>